Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not much of a marcher, I'm more of a sitter, but this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Haha, <laughs> metaphor, sitting on a fence. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's all sit together. Yes, sit together. Uh, cue the music. I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Uh, are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Morning conversation anyway. Whoa, we're going to have Loud noises! Hello. 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 I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a fully account manager. And I'm the rugged up little man, Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, experiencing it through the medium of uh, the internet. Of the internet. It's yes. new, it's different. It's been around for over 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and also coming to you with two monitor setup. Woo! <laughs> Same. Finally, I am back nah. to my two monitor setup. Oh. <laughs> golf clap, golf clap. Well done. Oh, That's great. I am so happy. <laughs> I'm so very happy for now, you. So you can now look at stuff while you're looking at stuff. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Get more distracted. Yeah. Yes. I was say, good, good for ADHD brain. Like, where, mm-hmm. where do I look? Where do I think? Ooh. 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 <laughs> I'm a big fan of tennis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is wonderful news for you. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I love it. It's great. Next year, three. Three. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm already pushing it with one 32-inch mon- 32 monitor and now a 27-inch monitor. <laughs> oh, Two big-ass monitors. Yes, yeah. monitors. <laughs> well, therefore, your third one needs to be elongated. You know? Oh, yes, the, the, the vertical. Yeah, yes. those pretentious... Pretentious people. Yeah, like, those ones that like that switch. One. You can like switch. <laughs> no, that's that's more for the streamers, you know, for chat. Because <laughs> chat is long. Chat mm-hmm. is long. Yes, chat is long. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so how have you been, chat? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Chat. How are you, chat? Chime in, chat. <laughs> whenever you want. Yeah, we need the content. <laughs> we need the <Yeah. laughs> we need the content because um, it is tumbleweed tumbleweed city uh, this week in terms of. Things to discuss, but that's okay. Uh, you know, we're podcasters, we're pros. We'll, uh, we'll we'll make you know something that we could be discussed in ten minutes, about two hours. So we got you covered. Uh, <laughs> so strap in. Uh, let's yeah. let's start the show as we do every week uh, with what we've been watching. Fulia, take it away, please. So last. The past week has been very busy for me, so I didn't get to watch too much. However, I did get a chance to finish off the Barbecue Showdown on Netflix. <laughs> so that was fun. Nice. Um, just every time I watch a, a food-related show, it just makes me so damn hungry. <laughs> Fair enough. And all of a sudden, I feel like I want to have a barbecue, but I kind of want to go to America to experience their version of a barbecue because <laughs> their dang, version of barbecue their version of barbecue is always like 
they go full on with their barbecue. Like I didn't, I thought we were full on, but over they go another level. (laughs) (laughs) They got coals and stuff. (laughs) They go with their whole like smokers and you know so many different like devices and grills and just all sorts of different things to be able to cook barbecue and it's insane the amount of like equipment they have for this just just watching the barbecue showdown can tell you the amount of things they have on hand to use it's nuts Uh, (laughs) but i bet it tastes really good well you hope (laughs) oh i hope (laughs) i stick i'll stick to my six burner (laughs) yeah uh the other thing that i watched uh was uh the last week's episode of only murders of the building <laughs> episode three. Oh my goodness i feel like there is a red herring in this particular episode do you guys what? want me to unplug for a second so you can talk spoilers because <laughs> i'll do that for you i'll take one for the team <laughs> nah. Nah. nah, it's fine. Okay, it's fine. All right, all right. <laughs> but all, yeah, all I'm saying is they're they're already saying there's a they've already pinpointed a particular suspect, and it's only episode three. And I feel like red herring, mm, red herring. I, I yeah, it's definitely that. a red herring. <laughs> yeah, it's too early in the show to to pinpoint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, like. Even this episode, like every episode I watch of this show is just so, so good. So much fun. Um, lots of, lots of funny moments. We had a little bit of uh, emotional moments in this, in this particular episode as well, which was Aww. interesting. Um, mm. Yeah. It was, um, it was good. I'm really enjoying it. Loving it. Get on it already. <laughs> so we can talk about properly. Uh... <laughs> yeah. One day we're going to hear that Kendall's caught up to us and then we'll be able to do a full go-through spoiler-filled review of this show. (laughs) (laughs) One day. At some point. One day. (laughs) Depends if it gets picked up for a fourth fourth season. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Because I'm pretty sure Steve Martin mentioned that this might be the last one. Mm. Yeah, I think there was rumours or talk about that. Yeah. I remember reading. Mm. Um, how's Meryl Streep? She's good. Yeah, she's very. She, her character is very interesting. It's oh, very yeah? interesting. Um, she's yeah, a, she's a good actor. Mm. <laughs> she's got a <laughs> she's got a future. That that young Meryl. That Streep. that Barbara Streisand. <laughs> that, mm. that Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this particular season, I feel like um, they they're sort of going into the musical route. So we've already heard Meryl Streep sing. It's not bad. <laughs> not bad. Oh, she's okay. Yeah, she's fine. She's all right. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Better than Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah. No, this is definitely better than Mamma <laughs> Mia. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. 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 I, I, um, I like the um, the Bill Bailey analysis of uh, Mamma Mia. Uh, oh, no. Because <laughs> he's a muso himself. He says, well... Mm. Watching Mamma Mia is, is, is a bit like getting hit in the head with a piece of Ikea furniture. <laughs> sure, it hurts, but you've got to admire the craftsmanship. 
<laughs> wow. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and the last thing that I have uh, started watching, um, pretty much just before recording today, <laughs> I watched the first episode of Star Wars Visions 2. Oh. oh. Completely forgot that was out. <laughs> yeah, so did I. <laughs> Had a quick little peruse of the catalogue and I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Season two's out. So I watched the first episode and it's uh, it's titled Sith and the art style, oh, my goodness. It is gorgeous. It looks like they've – it looks either hand-drawn or hand-painted. Um, it's beautiful. There's like – it's, it's kind of like – the story is of this one one character who's supposedly supposedly a Sith, or but uh, she doesn't want to be Sith, and she's very artistic. So she's trying to she's been trying to like paint and stuff using the Force, and like, but the problem is where she wants to see where she wants to see color darkness is seeping in as well. So it's like black. Um, and just the way that this whole episode, it's only 15 minutes, this whole episode just went just in, in the way that it just looks so beautiful and painted. Um, I don't know if it's like painted or using colored pencils. Like that's what it kind of looks like to me. And it's like this blank canvas that they're trying to fill it in with color. And, oh my goodness, it is. It is lovely. I really, I really liked That's, that first episode. Just aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Yeah, that sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. There's no point in me trying to explain any more of the story because I'm not good at explaining stories. Also, spoilers. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, definitely go and watch Visions season two. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's already story started off with a bit of a banger, so it's really good. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that is all I have been watching. And that is it. Lovely. That is all for me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Michael. Hello. Hello. What about yourself? Yes, I also watched the latest episode of What We Do in the Murders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, only Murders in in, in the Shadows. Um, <laughs> That's, that's a, now that's a crossover we need. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think um, uh, FX. I can't remember if uh, they actually do uh, the only murders in the in the building. I can't mm, remember. No, uh, no Hulu. Or, or it's it Hulu. Hulu? Yeah, yeah, pretty sure it's Hulu. Yeah, either, Hulu. Way, either way, it's all owned by Disney. Isn't everything owned by Disney, including us? No, no. <laughs> no. Uh, one world, one vision. <laughs> um, anyway, delete. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, it's very interesting on where, where they're going uh, with it. Uh, yes, Red Herring, of course. It's only three episodes. <laughs> um, and yes, the, the musical aspect is uh, running strong. Mm. Maybe there's going to be even more. Maybe this is yeah. the musical series that's going that's going to have a you know stretch that stretch that um, larynx muscle into yeah. the singing. 
So at the moment, pretty good. Um, also, new episodes of uh, Futurama has also come out. Um, trying to remember because because it was all the start of last week, and I haven't seen the the new one that came out today. Um, what was it? I can't remember, but it was good. Uh, yes, yes, I remember. Uh, it was a <laughs> uh, sort of take on Dune. <laughs> and and I said to you, Kendall, it's like, you might like this one. <laughs> and I'm guessing, have you seen it? No, I haven't watched it. I was, uh, I was just, I was just remembering you messaging me about it. I'm just like, <laughs> dung without the G, <laughs> whatever you said. It was very yeah, funny. yeah. It all, it all takes place. Uh, it all takes place in a, <laughs> in a litter box, uh, <laughs> and they, and they shrink themselves for various reasons. Um, and yeah, so the landscape is all dune and <laughs> they're, they're tackling, uh, giant worms from, from, a t- <laughs> from one of their pets. It's great. Yeah. And Carl McLaughlin does a, does a voice cameo. Oh, this. that's cool. The original Atreides. Yes. Uh, original Paul. <laughs> the OG Paul. Yeah. Yeah. A 30 year old playing uh, a teenager. Hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you've seen, if you've seen the, the the Lynch version, mm-hmm. the superior version, I must say, oh. original and good. Hot take. Hot <laughs> nah. take. Nah. <laughs> nah. It's <laughs> it, it's the 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 David Lynch tune is 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 an experience, and I still <laughs> I, I still love it. I still love it anyway. Yeah, I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Before part two comes out, be sure. Well. Or maybe I'll wait. Maybe, maybe after. Oh. <laughs> and then you can compare. And then I compare. <laughs> then you can compare. Yes. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, nice. What else? I didn't really. I haven't really watched much. I've been watching a lot. Uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff about about Dragon Ball Z for some reason. Because uh, there's something. Because I'm a big fan of uh, Team Four Star that did the abridged version of um, uh, of Dragon Ball Z, and they didn't. Uh, and they decided not to do the Boo series, uh, the Boo saga, like all that, because they they essentially got burnt out after Cell and mm. no no wonder because that was a, a mammoth taking and it was actually really really good I highly recommend actually watching that if you're if you're a fan of um, Dragon Ball Z or even if you're not a fan of Dragon Ball Z watch it because it's it's very it's very interesting storytelling of a story that majority people actually know and it's their own sort of take and uh, <laughs> at the start it uh, it's it's very <laughs> <laughs> it's very 2007's humor and <laughs> and they evolve uh, through it so mm. i highly recommend that but i do say that because there's actually uh, a guy uh, uh who's doing like a retrospective and he's sort of friends with the guys that do uh the abridged series and it's, he's about he's done the first two um Including uh, Dragon Ball, the first one, but he also done Dragon Ball Z, the Saiyan series, uh, 
Saiyan saga and the uh, Freezer saga and the Cell saga, and he's almost doing the Boo saga. Like that's coming out soon. But there's a little hint that maybe they have done uh, Team Four Star have done like little bits of the Boo saga and not necessarily the whole thing. So that's very exciting because it was on their TikTok that they showed a little uh, a glimpse of of a uh, of um, uh, Gohan all grown up. And it's like, are we get are we getting the Boo saga? Yeah, yeah. Because my go-to was like, do the boo saga, you cowards. We know it sucks. <laughs> we know it sucks. <laughs> we know it sucks. <laughs> and they were trying to do the BoJack um, movie as well, but they were just, they, they were burnt out and they couldn't really think of a way to actually tackle that. So, you know, if it's, if it's too difficult, then better to step back than to do something that's half-assed and, you know, always there for the um, artist's like take it's like what's the point of doing some half ass when you enjoy it so much so um yep. if they're going to do like little bits of the booze hugger i would uh, that's that's all right i love that uh and i love the little bit that they that they did and i can't wait for that and yeah. and the last thing i'll say because it's definitely is a good lead into you kendall <laughs> i saw what we did in the shadows the new one yes not as good so no. far. No, it's not. It's not the. It's not their. It's not their best episode so far. So no, yeah, definitely. they can't all be bangers. No, I suppose uh, not. But we were on a good run. It was a good run. It was a good run. Uh, and it's like, mm, mm, mm. yeah, okay, I guess. Maybe next week. Maybe. <laughs> what about Maybe you, Kendall? Are you waiting for next week? Am I waiting for next week? Always waiting for next week. Living in the future. Uh, yes. Um, Living yeah. in the future! <laughs> it's, it's a Dragon Ball Z bridge um, quote. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> you had a yeah. quote ready to go for that. It's, a, it's these the species that, that can live, that live uh, ten, uh, can see 10 seconds into the future. Which is completely useless. Completely. <laughs> completely useless. And they go, I can see you in the future. <laughs> uh, uh, love it. Anyway. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, yes, I did watch what we do in the shadows. And yes, I will agree. Not not the best episode uh, this year. I mean, props to them. They, they swung for the fences um, <laughs> with some uh, interesting imagery. And, uh, you know, that made me think of uh, bloody the island Dr. Moreau a little bit. Um. <laughs> I have to admit, I do admire the animatronics and, and they oh, were practical for it. I 100% agree. Yeah. they I Like for a TV show budget like this, like for like a lack of a better phrase, sitcom. Um, hmm. Yeah, they've yeah, they do a very impressive job. Like I would like to see. I would love to see behind the scenes of how they do all the puppetry stuff and bring it all to life, especially the, the Nadja doll. She's, <laughs> she's very like, I love her scenes, which I, cause I just love watching her Cause she just, yeah. so, they, they perform her so well. Um, I think her face may be a little bit of an enhancement s- of CGI. I think so. Yeah, mm. I think so. Um, but it's still very impressive. 
Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it was it was good. Like I liked. <laughs> I like I kind of liked N- Nandor and Colin Robinson getting like we don't really see them paired up at all. So to see them kind no. of form this sort of <laughs> rivalry over taking over Nudge's class and um, and then Nandor discovering all of his possessions in the museum and oh my god that that (laughs) of the three the three plot lines in the episode that was my favorite one i think yeah that was good that was yeah that was that was funny (laughs) Um, a little subtle jab into real life you know yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm talking to you british history museum (laughs) it's not really british history is it it's not really british history no yeah yes stolen Um, shit from around the world <laughs> yeah, but facts. they can't look after it. <laughs> That's why we stole it. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Really, Indy? Really? <laughs> really? You sure about that? Are you sure? You sure about that? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to the other things that I watch, I'm just going to read them all out in chronological order from now. Um, alphabetical. I, s- I saw alphabetical. <laughs> Nah, that's alright. No, that's we'll be here too long. Um, <laughs> it's too late on a Monday night for me to figure that out. Uh, I saw Asteroid City last week. Oh is, yeah, yeah, which is the new um, the new Wes Anderson film with a, an all star cast, um, and uh, it was it was good. It's definitely like I haven't seen all of his films. I need to go back and watch the rest. Of them, because um, I've only seen his last. Well, I haven't seen Isle of Dogs, but I've, apart from that, I've seen his last few. So I've seen Grand Budapest and French Dispatch, um, and I really like them. Uh, Asteroid City was good. The performances are awesome. The dialogue is, you know, the typical Wes Anderson style, very well written and, and quirky. And just my favorite thing about the the movie though it's not even the space adjacent sort of theme or, or the meta movie making theme that it's actually about um uh the just the the set design like the aesthetic of the whole thing like i mean wes anderson you know he's known for his you know choices of aesthetics for his films um but it's just i just i just can't get over how like he frames stuff like he uses a lot of still camera shots, like not. Mm. And if and if he moves the camera, it's generally like a, you know, a side scrolling. Like he doesn't follow anyone, you know, with a camera. He's it's just stationary and it moves from side to side or it zooms in and out. It doesn't, yeah. But every single frame is just like art. Like you could, you know, hang it in a frame and it would look amazing. Like the way he just positions everything is just, oh, it's just so good. Um, so, you know, if you're a, if you're a cinephile like myself, you eat that shit up. Um, so, and it was fun. Mm. And if you're a big fan of, uh, angles as well. Yes. Angles. Yes. The way he uses angles and depth perception and, um, yeah. He directs with a slide rule. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it for sure. (laughs) Um, but yeah, yeah. Jeff Goldblum had a brief sort of cameo. So did Margot Robbie as well. She has one scene. Um, yeah, there's yeah, it was really good. Tom Hanks was good in it. Jason Schwartzman was great in it. Scarlett Johansson was good in it. Um, Steve Carell was funny, but the, you know Steve Carell, of course. Um, yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, it was a very good time. I like I liked it. I, I think I like it more now that I've sat with it for almost a week because I was mm. slightly disappointed at first just because like the story didn't entirely do it for me, but um, everything else did. So, um, but speaking of stories that did it for me, the next thing I saw, um, I went to well, I've seen a couple of things more at the Melbourne International Film Festival the last week. It's just finished. Um, and, uh, I ended up seeing Late Night with the Devil. Um, Mike, I know you're probably, you probably are up to date on Fat Man Beyond because, uh, Mark and Kevin talked about this film like a month or so ago, if you are up to date. Um, yeah, yeah. There, it stars David Desmolchin. Um, he plays like a, a late night talk show host, sort of like a Johnny Carson, um, sort of style in the uh, set in the seventies. Um, and the movie is basically like, it's a horror, it's a horror film with some comedic elements, I suppose. Um, but it starts with like, you know, a retrospective of his, like almost like a newsreel of his career. Um, yeah, and, and you know, the major things and they throw in all these plot, you know, plot devices and foreshadowing and shit. Um, and then it leads into like, and here is, the you know the final ever recording of his show and it takes place on halloween and it was a halloween special and he had all these creepy guests and so you basically basically the movie is like the unedited version of the real show um Mm -hmm. and shit goes down and it was fucking awesome (laughs) because i i I wanted to watch it because of you know mark and kevin recommending it um and i like david dismalchin as well you know he's he's excellent um, and I'd never really seen him in a lead role because he's like the lead, like, you know, he's carrying the movie and he does a phenomenal job. Um, but the story is so good. It was filmed in Melbourne as well. It's, um, it's directed by two Aussie guys. Um, and yeah, um, it's fantastic. If you get a chance, Folia, definitely not for you. You will, because <laughs> this, this movie at the end when the climax kind of hit, even I was scared. Like, and I, and I, Ooh. yeah. I was unsettled. Like that night when I got home after watching it, I was like, I want to turn the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> so paranoia. <laughs> I know. So it was great in that aspect that it's, it's the first time I've watched a horror movie in a long time that I've been, you know, actually like, Ooh. Um, mm-hmm. so Mike, if you get a chance, I highly recommend you watch Are you, I reckon you like it. Um, sure. Sure. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. Running um, with the devil. Okay. Le- <laughs> running with the de- Late night with the devil. Yeah, uh. lay down with the devil. Lay down with the devil. Um, what else should I mention? Well, just on the Melbourne Fringe, Melbourne Fringe, just later. Fuck, Melbourne Film Festival. I can't even speak words. Um, mm. I I went and saw last night um a bunch of short films, um that uh you know that were most of them were well four out of the five were f- foreign. Well, technically they were all foreign productions. Um. But only one of them, the last one, was in English uh, with bits of Spanish in it. But it was majority English. And that was the reason pretty much everyone in the room was there. Because it was a short film called Strange Way of Life starring Pedro Pascal and Ethan Hawke. Um, Ooh. Mm, I don't know if, you've, if either of you have heard about this. Um, Sexiness in all decades. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, basically, they they're it's. I don't know what time period it's in, but it's a western, and um, 
but they look it doesn't look particularly period so it's like I can't really figure out when it is and I don't really that's not really the point I'm overthinking it um <laughs> but basically it's a story about these you know two cowboys essentially one they both used to be sort of outlaws and um and they actually have like a romantic history um and Ethan Hawke's character has gone straight and now he's the sheriff of the this town and and Pedro Pascal's character has like ridden across the desert to to see him and uh they have this I know it's like it's so (laughs) it's so nice cheesy it's it's not oh it's not it's 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 weird because (laughs) <laughs> like it's it's the it's it's i need to watch it in a room where it's not filled with f- like fangirls and fanboys of pedro because everyone yeah. <laughs> oh my god like when he came on screen screen the room erupted like that was a freudian <laughs> the room erupted yeah there wasn't a dry in the house or oh, even a dry seat no dry seats no none mm. um <laughs> So that was that was great, but I need to watch it because like it was hard to tell if like because I mean the director um, I think he's what's his name Pedro Al Almodovar like, I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but he's I think he's kind of known for doing slightly offbeat movies um, like I'm doing I, a South Park bit sort of like he does dramedy sort of stuff um, mm. I, I think but but with like but very European so like very heavy in the emotions um but like but but so like this this was like there were elements of comedy in there with certain certain like lines of dialogue that they said to each other and it was all very melodramatic it's like you know because like it turns out that like that pedro's character's son has killed uh ethan hawke's uh brother's ex-wife or widow, <laughs> widow, or whatever. So it's this very like melodramatic thing, and there's like a shootout and everything, and it's all like, you know, Pedro you just wants lone to be with star. him. Yeah, it's just it's be- it's a be- it was beautiful. And, my brother's and- cousin's roommate. Yeah. <laughs> what does oh that my make god, us? they were they absolutely were nothing. Yes, but but <laughs> it was it was lovely. It was really nice. I'm really glad glad, glad um I went and saw it. Um, I enjoyed that quite a bit. So- <laughs> so essentially that short is basically a South Park bit. Cuz that cuz it? it's a very old episode like okay. from the start. I think it's like season 2 or something. Uh oh, wow. South Park do their own uh uh film festival and one of the big, biggest <laughs> jokes is like, "Oh really? You're just going to sit alone and just watch short short films from from arty farty go- arty farty people about about two gay cowboys eating pudding. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, they don't and eat pudding. They do eat food at one point. They sit down and they and they drink wine. And I'm food. sure they eat pudding. <laughs> 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 and one and one of the short shorts that stand and Wendy go, go off to see <laughs> on a movie movie date. Was two gay cowboys eating pudding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, South Park, <coughs> the new Simpsons. Yeah, they predicted. Oh, wow. I think it was actually before before Brokeback Mountain as well. So, 
Yeah, well, if it was like early South Park, then yeah, Brokeback Mountain was 2005, and South Park started in what, 97, 98? So. Yeah, 97, 98. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're ahead of the time, man. Dude. Ahead of the time. These yeah, 10 year olds have been 10 for uh, over 25 years. They sure <laughs> have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're older than me. They're older than exactly. Um, I was going to say something else about it, but it's gone. Anyway, it was very it was very cool. I liked it a lot. I just, yeah, I want to watch it. I hope they put it up on like YouTube or, or for digital renting on some service or they put it on a streaming service at all because I just want to watch it without interference from, you know, I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't blame the thirsting that occurred last night. But it's a serious, serious glance. I, we're at, we're at a film festival. It's a serious. Bit of decorum. Bit of decorum. Bit of decorum. <laughs> Why even use that word in a bloody sentence last night? When I was, me, and, me and Christina were talking about it afterwards. And, we, and I was Hi, like... Christina. I don't, and I, Hi, Christina. Um, we, we, if we were talking about it and I was like, I don't want to use the word decorum. And she's like, nah. No, use it. No. And I'm like, yeah, no, 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 I'm right. Decorum. There was a, l- a lack of decorum. <laughs> what do you think this is? A Marvel film? A Marvel film? <laughs> um, one of the, I will. Bef- Cinema etiquette. Yes. <laughs> Before I move on, though, I will say I did one of the short films um, was a, this very kind of thought provoking art piece um, about a guy during, sort of before and after or during the pandemic, and he just it was just like still but like the the camera's on so it's not photographs but it was still photography of different chairs he just loves chairs um and then paintings of the chairs and then paintings of people and that was really cool but the funny thing about that one was um there was a cat (laughs) that like kind of sort of bookended it Uh, it was this beautiful it literally opens with a shot of this ginger cat cleaning itself on a floor and like it's the way it's like jiggling as it's like licking itself, and it was just, it was everyone fucking <laughs> lost their shit. They were like, yeah, and they everyone just started cheering the cat. Uh, it was it was weird, but it was great. I mean, who doesn't want to cheer a cat, right? Mm, I see. Yes. Mm, yes, I'm sure. Mm, I see. Metaphor. Yes. Mm, mm, decorum. Yes. Mm, yeah. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, for my last thing, I'll mention keeping it queer. I finished uh, Heartstopper season two. Um, ah, liter- yes. Literally like an hour ago. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was great. Um, as I said last week, this is the f- uh, this season is not based on any previous material because the graphic novel that it was um, based on um, was the first season. So, uh, but, but it was really, really good. Um, and I made a remark to one of my uh, other friends who watched it um, not long ago because I texted him as soon as I finished it, so like an hour ago as well. And I said to him, now I know how straight people feel watching something because everyone in this is just gay or bi or queer or trans or arrow or ace. And I'm just like, this is what it feels like. (laughs) This is the the straight experience. Everybody's... (laughs) Everyone, uh, everything. (laughs) But even to the... But even to its detriment, I will say they kind of tacked on um, a character uh, in, like that, that's been in both seasons. But they kind of tacked on this thing that maybe she's into um, one of the other girls in the friendship group um, when we've had like no hints at all about them really at all. 
And in the last episode, her friend's like, I'm bisexual, I'm not an ally because I'm bi, blah, blah, blah. And then the girl just looks at her weird and then the girl watches her playing guitar up on stage at their prom and then there's like a moment and it's like, what? That's too much. It's too much. Enforce it. Um, but, but apart from that, um, it's excellent and, and wholesome and wonderful and Olivia Coleman again, is, is in it and she's just lovely. She's just the best. She's just a breath of fresh air every time I watch her. So... Uh, Getting a lot of her the, uh, lately. Yeah, she's a busy lady. That's mm. I guess what, what happens when you win an Oscar. Oh, um, my. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, yes. Oh, mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> 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 <sighs> but yes, uh, that's pretty much the long and short of it uh, for my weekly watching. So, TLDR. <laughs> TLDR. Um, we're dragging this out, people. Um, <laughs> let's... <laughs> Get into the week that was nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. Hello. Okay. Um gonna get sad for a couple of minutes uh here um because we uh need to pay our respects to uh an icon of the journalism and television world uh, because sir michael parkinson passed away a few days ago at the age of 88 um i i mean people that are younger than us probably won't really know who he is um but i you know i have memories of watching um his show um because i think maybe it was on foxtel i think when i was a teenager i'm trying to remember if it aired. it would have aired on like it ABC. was on abc it was on abc yeah, yeah i was gonna yeah. say it would have because he was huge here so i'm sure it would have aired on one of our channels but i feel like i remember yeah. watching it on foxtel as well um but yeah one of the greats i have to say um like just a genuine good decent human being on top of being a very good journalist you know he wasn't afraid to ask the tough questions of his subjects um but he had just such a great charm about him and i just every time i think of him i see his smiling face and like Mm. just watching him laugh at you know the things that his guests say and you know just there's just such a camaraderie and a good rapport that he had just naturally with every single person he interviewed um you know and i watched like a bunch of random clips and um, on YouTube and someone said something to the effect of like, you, you, like you knew you made it if you got onto Parkinson, like that's like peak. Cause the man was a legend for like, well, 50, 60 years at this point. Um, uh, you know, uh, and of course most famous, I would say probably his, um, the many interviews he, he did over the years with Muhammad Ali. Um, they are very entertaining to watch. Um, <laughs> he interviewed him a few times over his, over the course of his life. That was really cool. Um, and yeah, and you know, a lot of Australian figures were on there. Like he, Parkinson even came to Australia, um, multiple times. Yeah, he did his own show. In yeah, that's right. Channel seven, I think. Yeah. In the 80s. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was massive here. And yeah, he interviewed everybody. Like it wasn't just, 
uh, actors and singers and and musicians and and writers and and whatnot. It was you know politicians and royalty and as you know with Muhammad Ali, you know sports sports people as well. You know, he there was yeah nobody nobody was off the table really. Um, but um, but yeah, I I just have fond memories of watching him. So just to see. To see the fact that he's yeah he's passed passed away is just yeah it's just a little sad. Even though he lived a long and um, incredible life and had such a great career, you know. So it was lovely to see all the tributes coming through. Um, and probably and you're probably going to say this too, Mike. But his interviews with Billy Connolly, my mm. God, <laughs> some of the best. All of them, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, just just fantastic. Um, you know, yeah. you're in for a good time when you got Billy on. Yeah, oh, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so um, yeah, he's definitely going to be missed. That is for sure. Um, but yeah, what a legacy to leave behind. Um, Michael, did you want to share some thoughts about the late Sir Michael Parkinson? Yeah, this sort of hit me a bit hard because yeah, it mm, all the way back when, uh, when I was a kid, like watching it uh, with my grandparents because they. They definitely watch Parky ever, ever since he's like uh, came on came online in uh, in Australia and yeah, just watching like the bits and pieces that uh, I used to watch. Uh, like I, I, I do remember the Billy Connolly stuff because uh, that's probably where I fir- first sort of known Billy because it was age appropriate at the time <laughs> and and also. Um, there was there was a there there was like Dave Bender was also on it as well, and uh, and a couple of Les Pattersons that I don't remember watching live, but but uh, but there are clips online where he did his own show in, in Australia, and there was de- and there was a um uh yeah there was a Les Patterson one which was very inappropriate. <laughs> they couldn't film him waist down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and he got Jackie Weaver to like like put his hand on his leg and <laughs> she could feel something. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just just a phenomenal show that he's sort of touched, um, uh, like touched base on so many people throughout the years. Like uh, I've actually got a uh, <laughs> a cassette tape. That's got interviews of him uh, interviewing the Goon Show. Oh, Goon really? Guys. Yeah. He, wow. He, like he's been around since the seventies and, yeah, and all yeah. that. So, so, and yeah, just, just the interviews that he that he does is very caring and understanding. He sort of has that uh, demeanor of like talking to an old friend, and mm. you definitely don't see that like nowadays. Like. B- Probably what's close from Australia was probably enough rope with Andrew Denton was sort mm. was sort of similar, um, where he just let led the um, uh, interviewee uh, to these to these places, and you don't really like go in hard or anything like that. It's just a friend. It, it felt like a friendly conversation between between two people, uh, but with an audience. And yeah, and his dulcet tones are just—it's <laughs> very—it's very soothing and mm, in, mm-hmm. in his in his very way. And he was a big advocate for Australia to become a republic, and he, he couldn't really understand. It's like, 
why are you still here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, out of all out of all all Britons, he he was probably one of my fa- favorite like um, um, personalities, mm. like on the Austra- on British television, and yeah, he's he he will be missed. And eighty eight is still still a bit young, still a bit young. I mean, <laughs> he was close to ninety, of course, mm. but mm-hmm. oh, uh, it sucks. I'm, yeah, we're, we're at that age now that most. Of, most of the people that you that you saw in your childhood who were old uh, are going. It's it's not fair. No, it's not. It's not. Anyway. So, here's, here's to you, Parky. Yes, yes. We will definitely miss you, that's for sure. Um, all right, let's pick things up um, and maybe get a little angry or frustrated. I don't know. We'll see <laughs> how this discussion goes because um, in some... Sony Marvel news. Um, a week and a bit ago now, um, across the Spider Verse dropped on uh, digital, um, so you can buy it digitally. Digitally, we can speak words. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, buy and, physical um, copies. They're not going to last. Yeah. Um, so, but the issue is, uh, for some reason, in this digital release, um, they've actually removed parts of the movie um particularly some dialogue that had a lot of people really pissed um and i can understand the frustration um just because it's like you you know you go to the movie at you know you go to the cinemas to see the movie and you watch that and then you're you know all you want to do is watch it again and then it's like oh now this really cool line's being removed like what what is the point of that um, so basically one of the lines that was taken out, um, was during the intense scene, spoilers for Across the Spider-Verse, if you haven't seen it, but if you haven't seen it, then, well, you're probably not watching this show or listening to it. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, the part where, you know, they're going up the, the, was it a train? It was a train. Um, and all the Spider-Mans are chasing Miles and, and Miguel's, you know, right on him. And, and, and uh, Miles says, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. And then after that, he says he's going home. Um, the going home part has been taken out of the movie um, for reasons. Um, don't really know why. Um, <laughs> it's just a bit, just a bit confusing to me that they've, they've done this. Um, what else? I feel like there was something else. Um, there's, oh yeah, oh yeah. There's actually a list of things. Oh god, I didn't realize it was that many. Um, one other major cut that happened was um, during the scene where Spider Gwen is searching for Miles beneath the rubble in uh, Mumbatton. Um, so that's that's good. That's that's uh, that's gone. And what is it? Like when panicking when she thinks Miles is crushed and Miles simply saying, wow, what is the reason for that? Yeah. What is the reason for that? That is a great question. Um, yeah. And I, it looks like there's probably other things. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading a post that's got Twitter posts in it. Oh, sorry. X post is officially called X now. Nah, yeah. screw that. We're calling it. <laughs> Put it on Twitter. I don't care. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Um... What are you going to yeah. do, block me? Oh, you can't because he changed it. I know. Well, That's an idiot. 
fucking dumbass. Anyway, we're not here <sighs> to talk about that. Um, we're I, not going to talk about that cockwomble. No, no, we're not. I yeah. I before I throw over to Fully, I just want to say that yes, I, I I think I disagree with what the like why like this is stupid. I don't know. The, the, you put a film out in cinemas and. And, and it's and it's perfect, near perfect. Like we fucking lost our shit at that movie. It was fantastic. It is fantastic. So why, why edit it? Like, <laughs> you know, why cut shit out? Like, you know, usually things come on a home release. That's when they get you get your extended versions or your deleted scenes thrown in and shit. Like, but you get shit added, not the fucking other way around. So I don't know. It's a bit bizarre to me, especially with a film as um, important. I think for for um, representation and, and diversity and um, just good fucking storytelling uh, as this movie is, uh, it's very disappointing to see. So that's my two cents, Fulia. What do you make of this silliness? Do you do you agree? Do you do you disagree? Or could you care less? <laughs> what is the point of these edits? <laughs> I'm sorry, editors. You've already done your job for the freaking movie in the cinema. Why did you have to do it for the digital release? I just, I do not understand why it needed to be cut out. Uh, the the movie was great. Leave it as it is. What is? I just, mm. <laughs> I, I, words. I, I can't. It's very frustrating to find out that this is the way they're going with. Like, the way you've released it in the cinema should be the way that you publish it for people to watch at home as well. Like, yep. just leave it as it is. If you're not happy with how it was originally, why didn't you fix it before release? Ugh. Mm-hmm. It was fine. I, I enjoyed it the way it was. I really wanted to watch it again. But now I'm going to not know what it is that I'm missing because that's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty much. <laughs> not happy. No. You know what it reminds me of? And this is like completely out of left field really, but it remind You know when like as a, as a kid you watch movies that might be like m pg or m rated that are like you know they're airing slightly earlier and they like cut certain shit out and then when you watch Mm -hmm. it as an adult on dvd you go i don't remember that scene (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) like that yeah that was me for um hunchback of notre dame oh really because on the vhs they cut out um uh the bad guy's main song. Oh, that's stupid. Yeah, because, you know, it's a bit suggestive. And they yeah. cut out the bit where he sniffers, sniffs her hair. Ah, right. And then, And then I watched it in my 20s. It's like, I don't remember that. <laughs> the hell? That's, yeah. Yeah, see, uh, I'm noticing that watching MASH through Disney Plus, where I, because I've watched it so many times with my DVDs, um, the DVD episodes are actually the full length episodes. Disney Plus have 
actually cut them down. There are certain scenes in MASH in certain episodes where they've cut out certain things. And I'm like, wait, hold on. They missed this bit. Why'd they cut it out? Now it makes no sense. (laughs) That's why we should stick to physical media. I just... It really, like, it bugged me so much. <laughs> That's also the same as um, uh, Disney Plus, like, uh, what's the movie, Splash, where they sort of blurred her butt when she was entering uh, the water. Yeah, there was, that? there was, I yeah, there was a bit of a controversy when that was on Disney Plus, yeah, when it was put on Cut. Disney Plus. Well, you're not allowed to watch a bare naked lady, a bare ass. Entering the water. Apparently not. Fucking hell. Anyway. <laughs> we're just going to start ranting about Disney again. <laughs> the right way. Ah. <laughs> Fuckers. The anti-D club. The anti-D club. Uh, Michael, do you have any yes. additional thoughts on uh, this atrocity? Um, I've heard something. I'm not sure if it's true or not, but it sort of seems like it. Because um, when the movie came out, people were saying that uh, people were having like different versions of the movie, like in different areas and that. And when the and when the uh, digital thing came out, that it was all different and. And people have speculated that the reason why they've done that is because certain areas, uh, like that, don't speak English, um, are, are catering for like dubs or even uh, subtitles, and they pr- probably handed in like a version of the movie uh, to be dubbed and also or to be like subtitled, and that's the only one that they got. And and I suppose the cut version was, quote-unquote, the supposed um, version. Uh, but they, but b- because what we're dealing with, with uh, visual effects of not having enough time to do stuff, they just ran out of time to say, hey, uh, here's the official version so you can dub or, or sub. Right. So, so I'm probably more leaning towards that. That was that was they were just running out of time and and like and visual effects is always the last thing that you do. And considering mm. this, it is like a, a, a an animated film, and they <laughs> and they were still working still working on it up to that particular uh, particular release date. And the reason, and I'm guessing that's why they actually haven't really started the 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 second one, mm. which is weird because that was meant to come out like a year after, and mm. now the writer strike. It's not going to be done until who knows twenty thirty five. Yep. Oh, don't get me started on the fucking striking just because Amazon cancelled one of my favourite shows because of the fucking strikes they reckon. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, Dumb I've ass. heard that. Dumbasses. And they didn't even they didn't even <sighs> t- tell the guys until they read it oh, <laughs> in really? the corpse. Oh, that's yeah. fucked. That's We're talking f- about um, 
Oh, what's it called? Aces. No. League. Oh, yeah, League of Their Own. That's the yeah, show. That yeah, I really. They can't. Yeah, it got cancelled because of the strikes. Amazon were like, they it got renewed a few months ago for a, a shortened season. So season one was only eight episodes. Um, it got renewed for a four episode final season. They're only going to do four more um, to wrap everything up because it was very successful. Like they got an, a lot of people watched it. Um, it had good, really good reviews. I fucking adored it. Like it was one of my favorite shows of last year, like in my top five. Um, and yeah. And literally they're like, they hadn't, they were, they hadn't started proper like production yet. It was supposed to start now ish to come out next year. Um, cause it had been, it's been a year now since season one premiered and yeah, they're like, because of the striking that they're, they're, they're just like, no, nah. see you later. Wow. Yeah. They canceled the, um, for the same reason they canceled the periphery too. Um, which is that sci-fi show starring Chloe Grace Moretz. Um, mm. so yeah, I swear to fucking God, Amazon. You, you touch my rings of power, I will fucking come for you. <laughs> I will come for you. <laughs> like, I need my sexy Sauron. I need my sexy Sauron. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was going to bask in images of him. Anyway. Um... <laughs> now yeah. you've done it, Mike. Now you've done it. I just, I just mentioned... <laughs> you mentioned the name and she's just off. <laughs> Look into his eyes. I can. His he's, eye. He's my, his eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Fuck, man. I, 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 re <laughs> I re <laughs> Rewatching those movies now is just fucking hysterical to me. And to like all of my friends that, you know, my group of Rings of Power friends I have, like we just fucking constantly pissing ourselves over the fact that we were all like teenagers watching a, a giant fiery eyeball, let alone, no, you know, one day. <laughs> One day we were like, oh, I want to fuck the eyeball now. <laughs> when, did, when did Lord of the Rings turn into a CW show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's, don't, don't, don't you dare say it's like what? a CW show. You watched it nah. and it. Oh, it's not a CW I, show. I, I, can't, I can't help the thirst. I watched oh. it. It's fine. <laughs> I knew, I knew it was in a very different sort of headspace of watching it ever, ever since ever since elves are coming over here and dicking out jerbs. Tindall, do we need to get a bucket of water for you? I actually am starting to get a little, like, I don't know. It's probably got no, nothing to do with that, but I just, yeah. this show just after, excites after me. After you use the bucket, I'll use the bucket. <laughs> the vum. <laughs> no, it's okay. They've yeah, they they've already, they've got their season two in the can already, so it's it's coming out next year. But anyway, I have to wait until then. Um, anyway, this is the biggest fucking tangent of all time. Um, <laughs> hey, we're stretching. We're, we're stretching. stretching. <laughs> we're stretching. All right, let's. Not much let's, news in the pop culture universe. Not much news. We talk about my dark lord boyfriend. Um, our third and final <laughs> piece in the news this week. Um, oh. is, is very, <laughs> Michael is like, I'm done. <laughs> done. Who is your master? <laughs> Saruman. Saruman. 
Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, okay. All right. Okay. Take take a breath. Just we need to be pissed off. We need to be pissed off now. Why? Because this is good. The thing I'm about to talk about is. Oh, is, the next bit. Sorry. Yeah. Unless were you were you were you did you have anything else know. you wanted to say about it? No, I, can't, right. I can't remember. If, what were we talking about? Did, we were talking about the the Spider Verse dialogue. Did you did you express your your outrage? Please. Uh, please. Oh yeah, you did. You talked about how it was like you know in yeah uh, what, what they did in other countries and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the 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 palming off an unfinished film. Yes. But the film was good. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Anyway. Dear oh dear. Any who's it. Um let's go on to our third and final piece of news, which is a hot, hot topic because um it's to do with Ahsoka, which is now premiering tomorrow. Um, at the time of recording, instead of Wednesday, uh, Disney and Lucasfilm have decided that the first, I think it's the first two episodes of Ahsoka are going to drop tomorrow night, Tuesday, the 22nd of August. And going forward, it will release every Tuesday, which is a first um, for a Disney Plus series such as this. Or, you know, all the other um Star Wars and Marvel shows have all been either on Wednesdays or Fridays, and and yeah, now we've got a Tuesday for yeah. reasons. They moved it a day. I, see I don't you next Tuesday. See you next Sweet. Tuesday. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of exciting um, that we get it a day early. Um, I am, I'm just excited for it in general. I didn't do any of the homework I should have maybe done, so I'm going in completely <laughs> blind. Um, <laughs> not having seen all of uh, Clone Wars or uh, any of Rebels, so um, it's going to be an interesting experience for me. But that's okay; it's fine. I'm I'm, I'm here to explain. I'll be the I'll yeah. Be the <laughs> you're going to be our go-to uh, when we discuss it next week on the podcast. You're going to be our go-to um, Ahsoka yeah. law expert, if you will. Yeah. Mm. Are they are they releasing like two episodes in the premiere? I thought, that thing? I thought I read that they were dropping so the, a double, but let's double the check. The first two episodes will come out in the first on the first night. There we and go. And then it'll be once a week. Great. And I think there's another one, another day down the line where they'll drop two again at some point. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sweet. I'm surprised. They'll probably stretch it out, maybe. Maybe. Um, well, how many episodes? Because the lack of content they're going to have. Oh, mate, yeah. I'm surprised they're dropping two episodes at once, unless it's like a double episode situation. Well, only Murders in the Building did the same thing. Mm. Oh, okay. They dropped two the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get you hooked. Get you yeah. hooked. Yeah, well, it's going to be bumping right up against Loki because it literally finishes the first week of October and then Loki starts, I think, like the next week. After that, so that's good for us. Yeah, yeah. They're doing it. They're doing it very low key. Mm, doing it very low key. <laughs> um, yeah, I just hope. I'm just gonna put it out there. I just hope Ahsoka is good. I hope it's more of a an Andor slash good episodes of Mando uh, than a Boba Fett. Uh, and I an think o- so. And an Obi Wan. I mean, we'll see. I think it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm trying not to get too excited. If they've learned anything from all those other Star Wars shows, I think they would have used those as a guideline as to where to take Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah. You would. Yeah. 
Fingers crossed. Well, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah. Fulia, how are you feeling about this? Are you you excited? Look, I don't really care what day it comes out as long as I get to watch it. <laughs> Feed me, Seymour. Feed me. <laughs> and also the fact that I'm not going to be watching it until the day that we're talking about it anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> no. Because, again, that's how my brain works. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It needs to be so, fresh. Exactly, exactly. I have to watch it fresh for the podcast, so... Has, uh, it'll def- for me, it's always going to be a Sunday, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's right. We won't spoil it on the chat or anything like that. In the that. chats, no. <laughs> we'll just chat to ourselves. Yeah. Um, look, uh, the fact that it's premiering on a Tuesday, it does feel a bit weird. Because, um, no, yeah, like you said, normally it's a Wednesday or a, or a Friday, but like they're doing it a day earlier for some reason in, in the week. It's like, hmm, I wonder why. Could there be maybe a reason that's got something to do with Ahsoka or something in in or maybe from Rebels or s- that it used to be out on a Tuesday? Maybe I'm not sure. Oh, that's a good theory. Like that's that's kind of where my thought was going. I like that in the, for that reason. Maybe they try to line it up so that it works with some form of like the way that it used to be released in Rebels or Clone Wars or something like that. Um, on TV, but um, I'm not quite sure. I'd have to ask the the expert here <laughs> that that knows more. Yeah, all right. I don't think there's actually a Tuesday in Star Wars. Okay, all right. Well, that's <laughs> that's good to know. I mean, and Garfield still hates Mondays. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the fact that it's on a Tuesday. Look, as long as it comes out during the week, it's fine. Yeah, it's I'm, good. I'm cool with this. Yeah. You got you got Futurama on Monday, you got Soaker on Tuesday, and you got Murders on, on Wednesdays. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> got my week set. The first half of your week is good. Yes. Yeah, and then the other half. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Watching reruns of stuff. <laughs> Mash. 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 <laughs> and just writing, just having my own notebook of saying, they didn't do that. You need to cut out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, funny. Um, nice. Yes. Fulia, thank you. Um, Michael. Um, Hello. You have an opinion on the release date change or the Tuesday thing or just any, any Ahsoka thoughts <laughs> at this time? Um, with the changing, um, I'm not. I don't know. Uh, they probably have their reasons, but what they are, they're probably keeping it close to their chest. And I don't see a reason, but I don't know. Scheduling conflicts, maybe they don't. They they want to keep Ahsoka like uh, its own thing on particular days. I think because of. Uh, like new Futurama and and new stuff coming out, they probably don't want to get oversaturated because you know, Bob Iger doesn't like saturation. Anyway, really. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, I'm and with the Soka, like the story, um, I'm confident that's probably going to be good. I think it's uh, being helmed solely by Dave Filoni. I think I think. And it being his first foray into live action TV show, like by himself, not necessarily with um, 
with with the other guy. That other guy. He did Chef. I like that movie. Um, Dave Filoni. Um, John Favreau. Da- John Favreau. Yes, that guy. He, he he's a good he's a good one. He's a good keep him. Um, <laughs> he did Iron Man. <laughs> not to go on a tangent, but I will. Please. Um, watching the the special features on that is like they didn't really have a script and and all their all their um animations were all pre-planned and they had to get from point A to point B is like oh my god they didn't have any idea of what to do and it worked i mean well done for that but they said oh we can just do that for the rest of marvel what the hell <laughs> what the hell preset animation and you have to work around it there you go that's a that's that's how to be creative <laughs> not anyway um yeah i've i, I very I, I have very high hopes for this I, I i don't think it's going to be like endor like endor's no. its own thing and i really enjoy that uh being its own different sort of take on the star wars mythos uh but with this one yeah i think it's going to be more like mando uh and expect very heightened concepts like with rebels like they do deal with the sort of um spiritual aspect when it comes to star star wars especially with uh um not sure if this is going to be a spoiler or not but they sort of <sighs> hmm the like with rebels they sort of touch on time travel And I'll just leave it at that, because I'm not sure if they're going to do do something like that in Ahsoka, uh, of having this new audience, um, uh, referencing like things from Rebels. I think, I think uh, it's going to be. I, I I think if you haven't seen Rebels, you probably don't need to, to actually watch this. I think they're going to, like, like go back and explain it in their own in their own way so i don't think it's going to alienate like people uh, out there who are who are new to like these characters uh and i think yeah it's going to be good fingers crossed i mm. mean like i i don't think it's going to be like a secret wars where i was very excited on the concept of it and then watching it as like secret invasion yeah what did I say? Secret Wars. <laughs> oh, whatever. I knew what you meant. That's that's going to be scary. <laughs> uh, we're in trouble. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I think it's going to be good. Touch wood. Yeah. Well, you can. You guys can be positive, but I'm just going to be over here trying not to get excited. <laughs> Because I keep getting let down, man. I keep getting let down. Oh, no. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Anyway, we had it too good for too long. <laughs> 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 or if you're a Star Wars fan, that's not accurate. But um, <laughs> no, no, no. The, the biggest, like the biggest and strong critics are the fans. Oh yeah, hundred percent. The people. Um, I mean, you can't be, I can't be a fan and love it all. You got, you got to critique and all that. I mean. And and fight about it amongst yourselves. <laughs> uh, 
that's why that's why I sort of enjoy Star Wars and hate it at the same time. It's like, yeah, I've I've seen things that that do it better, but hell, I like space wizards. <laughs> yeah, space wizards are cool. Man. I like the space wizards with their, with their <laughs> laser swords. <laughs> laser swords. Yeah, it's good shit. And stealing from Dune. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Frank Herbert. Um, oh dear. All right. Um, that's nerdy news. Done. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Done and dusted, which means now it's time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeah. Trailer park time. Let's go. Uh, starting with. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Took me. It took everything I had. Let's go. Yes, there it is. It took (laughs) everything I had not to do that. (laughs) Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) Was it culturally appropriation? (laughs) No. No, No. it's popcorn culture. Like it's 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 video games. Jesus, right. <laughs> the segments were. Oh my god! <laughs> What's going on? No, I know. <laughs> it's pop culture. Pop culture in general. In general. In general. Video games. Yeah, I know. Super Mario. Yeah. Super Mario. It's a me. It's a me. It's a me. <laughs> oh, Speaking of games. This. Speaking of games. Great segue because our first trailer is uh, the pixels. The yes, <laughs> the teaser, the first teaser, the first look at Scott Pilgrim. Takes off, which is the upcoming Netflix anime series uh, produced uh, and created by uh, Brian Lee O'Malley, who uh, gave us the original text um, featuring the return of pretty much everyone that was in the movie that Edgar Wright directed. Edgar Wright's also a producer on this. Um, So I'm excited. I'm excited to watch this. I can't wait. I, I love I love the movie. I need to watch it again. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but I do enjoy it quite a bit. Um, yes, but this looks it looks great. Like it's not exactly what I was expecting when I imagined a Scott Pilgrim anime, but I do like the fact that in terms of the animation style, they really seem to have kind of meshed, you know, Japanese animation with um, the graphic novel um, animation of Scott Pilgrim. So I think that's. Uh, really cool and fun sort of a choice um and you know the music is going to be fantastic um and you know the gags are going to be great the visual gags are going to be like the stuff that we saw in the movie was pretty freaking sweet and you know that movie is like you know what how what year did that come out 2010 20 like it's a it's yeah old now uh old old oldish um and that looked great then and now you know with they're doing an anime like the kind of stuff that they can produce in animation in terms of adapting the the video game aesthetics of Scott Pilgrim. Um, I think it's going to be it's going to be wicked. It's going to be a lot of fun, um, and it's just it's just nice. Like when they announced this and, and said that it's got the original creator, the director of the movie, and the entire cast. I'm like, this can't go wrong. I don't. If this goes if this goes wrong, then well, there's no hope for anything anymore, is there? Uh, now, um, <laughs> now, don't get too excited. I'm t- Thank you, thank you. Pull me back in, <laughs> reel, reel me back in there. Um, touching my wooden desk. Uh, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> <I can hear. laughs> Sorry, 
I'll touch it. I won't tap it. How about that? Um, touch the wood. Touch. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks it looks great. It was a nice little tease, I think. Uh, of what's to come. So, um, yes, looking forward to watching it. Yeah. How about you, Fulia? Um, what are your thoughts? Have you seen the film and are you interested in this? I have not seen anything Scott Pilgrim. So Ooh. this is very new to me. You're yes. in for a treat. Oh, yeah. Okay. You, I think this movie is it. right up your alley. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I will most likely watch this one. Um Mostly because of the uh, the art style of the animation, because it looks really cool, and um, maybe it'll teach me something about the actual story of Scott Pilgrim. Because I hear a lot of good things about it, especially because you know derived from its own comic books, and then you know became a whole. There was a live action movie for it, and then there's another. I don't know if there was like a series or something. I'm not quite sure. Um, oh, it was a game, I think. They did a they, game. They made, oh, yes, a game. They made a game. Yeah, yeah, they made a game, yeah, so. mm. but there's um, it's just a movie and the graphic novels. Mm. Yeah, okay, mm. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this is uh, all very new to me. I've never played the games, watched the movie. I've never watched, and I've never read the comic books, but I have heard a lot of people really like it. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm keen to check this out. Looks good. Nice, nice. Um, yeah. Michael, your thoughts on, on this? What do you make of it? Uh, yeah. Um, having said that with what you said fully, I won't spoil anything. I think keep, keep it in like, uh, like relatively, that's the word, relatively like unknown. Mm. I think, uh, yeah, essentially is Scott Pilgrim is... A Canadian manga, <laughs> what you can describe. <laughs> yeah. It um, it harkens back to like that, uh, like two thousands, like early two thousands, late two thousands, um, sort of uh, era where it, it was sort of becoming awesome to be a nerd. Is it, like that sort of uh, aspect of people's lives, like. Like, I remember watching this when I was pretty much the same age as, like, Scott Pilgrim was representative in, in that movie. So it's going to be a very interesting watching it, uh, watching this take, being the age that I am. Uh, old. Man. Father. <laughs> what, watching something is like, hmm. This is some of the reasons why I, don't, I, I, I haven't watched, like, like um... Heartstoppers or anything like that. It's, it's, I'm not the demographic anymore. <laughs> I can't watch mm-hmm. teenage stuff. Anyway, this is young adult stuff. And, it's got, and mm-hmm. I really enjoy the aesthetic that, that it's giving off. Definitely. Uh, I'm familiar of it. And hopefully my taste is sort of similar to what mm-hmm. I was 13 odd years ago. Mm-hmm. I came in, came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh Peak Michael Sarah. Oh yes, yeah. The uh, Michael Sarah era. Michael Sarah era. <laughs> oh, what was that? Oh, uh, the one with Jonah Hill. Super bad. Super bad. That's it. McLovin. Yeah. <laughs> I am McLovin. Yeah, Mc- McLovin. Yeah, super bad. Juno. All that. Yeah. Good time. I was. Yeah, I was sort of a sucker for that. 
Yes. I love I Juno. Will s- I will say this is kind of Scott Pilgrim adjacent. So um, so while I was in Canada, Canada. Uh, hmm? in, in Toronto more specifically, um, I was told to go visit a certain mansion or castle uh, that was actually in that was mentioned in the Scott Pilgrim comic books, mm. ah. and I thought, you know what, let me see if I can get there, and I was able to, and I went there, uh, and it was my second last day in Toronto, and the the place I think it's called Casa Loma, and my goodness, that that castle is insanely gorgeous. Like I got, it was huge. Um, you know, you got to go through this whole building and like tour it. And there was a lot, there's a lot of history behind that place as well. Um, and it was just interesting that it was recommended to me because it was in a Scott Pilgrim comic book (laughs) and I was able to actually visit the site. So it was actually really cool. It's, um, it's in the movie too, I think. Is it? Yeah. I got to find a. Uh, an image of it and I'll send it um, to the chat. Uh, there, I, I got these. If I can spell Loma right. Loma. Was it L-O-M-A? Yeah. Lomar. Lamar. Uh, Castle Lamar. Scotty doesn't know. Pilgrim. <laughs> Does that look like it for you? Casa. Casa. Like, yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's it. That's the place. Like Mojo Dojo Casa House. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, I remember that set piece. Yeah. That's like... Yeah, I actually got... Yeah, I actually got to see it inside and out. That's cool. Did Did you grind down the stairs? I didn't grind down them, but I did... Walk up and down them, yes. Yes. That, you, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you watch yeah. the film, you'll, you'll see that. Okay. <laughs> you'll be like, ooh, I was there. Uh, the- okay, so this, I'm, I've, I've pretty much done the same thing that I did when I went to New Zealand before watching Lord yeah, of the Rings. Uh, I went and to and you went scene. to Hobbiton before uh. you watched freaking movies. <laughs> and here I am wanting to go. I know, me too. <laughs> I know, and you've been to fucking Hobbiton, and we're over here just we're like the the actual Lord of the Rings fans over here just going. Look, I have since watched the movies, and, and now I can say, all right, cool. I've ble- I've been there before. I watched the movies. Now I've watched the movies, and it all comes in. Well, yes. you know what? Big full circle. You know, you know what, Fuller? You know what, Fuller? I'm gonna what, one up what, you. What? Because you love mash so much. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Vietnam. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's Korea, Korea you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. You fool. <laughs> How dare you? Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Even Mickey agrees with me. Yeah, hi, Mickey. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Thank you. Fine. Are you, sure, are you sure it wasn't the Vietnam War? <laughs> no, it was definitely the Korean War. Thank you. Sure, okay. Sure. I I watch this a lot. 
<laughs> but you can go to Vietnam and enjoy yourself. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I would much rather go to Vietnam than Korea at the moment. Please. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll go somewhere adjacent. I'll go to Thailand. <laughs> One night in Bangkok. In anyway. the world. Yeah. Western. Yeah. Oh, good song. <laughs> um, all righty. Yes. Yes. So Scott um, Pilgrim. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very enjoyable. Can't mm-hmm. wait for this series. Uh, everyone's coming back. Getting the band back together. Yeah, hell yeah. Sex yeah, we got, yeah, we got all the... We are sex bomb. She's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, we're going to have... We're, we're going to have Captain Marvel, Captain America, <laughs> Superman. Superman. <laughs> Superman. Um... <laughs> Who else anyone, anyone is else? in a superhero movie <laughs> out uh, of all of them? Pitch Perfect. Uh, Pitch Perfect and Twilight. And Twilight. Yeah? Yeah, Anna Kendrick was in Twilight. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, she, was one of, she, she was one of um, <laughs> Bella's friends. Those movies, out of my head. Yeah, that's fair. That's okay. I still love. I still love and appreciate them. But, yeah. but yes, I Anna Kendrick. Too. Yeah. yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, she's a troll. She's a troll. Yes. She's a troll. Mm-hmm. She's a troll. <laughs> and she's funny too. Um, oh. Audrey Plaza. There Aubrey, you go. Another. Yeah. She's going to be a witch in 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 Ad- Covenant. In the uh, Agatha. Oh, uh, Covenant TV Chaos. Show. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. She's she, she going to be in it. She's going to be in that. Well, I mean, you know, we're forgetting Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She was a huntress in Birds of Prey. Yes. Yes. I remember that movie. I liked that movie. I should watch it. I've again. never seen it. You didn't see Birds of Prey? Wait, is, that is that because it came out right at the start of the pandemic? Well, is it? The Harley Quinn one. Yeah, it's that one. Yeah. With a very long name. That's why I forgot it. Yes. Her, Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Pretentious, but okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't love the title. Just Birds of Prey is fine. But it's, yeah. a good, it's a good movie. I call it the Harley Quinn movie because it's a fucking Harley Quinn movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't beat around the bush. <clears throat> Harley Quinn done right. Yes. Movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. Do you have any other thoughts on, on Scott Pilgrim before we move on? Uh, yeah, it's coming out on a streaming service that is going to implode. <laughs> How do we pay for this again? <laughs> it's going to be a thing. Anyway, I already mm. mentioned at the, top, at the top of it where it's going to be. So, um, okay. If people wanna, I forgot. If people want to rewind, um, they can hear where it's going to be available to consume with your eyes and ears. Matt's Flex. Sonics? What? <laughs> I actually didn't. <laughs> it only the mic the mic cut out and I only I, I heard you say flicks. <laughs> it just sounded really funny. It's like you're whispering sweet nothings to Ted Sarandos. Netflix. <laughs> Be high on the Netflix. <laughs> Apparently Scott Pilgrim the movie was actually a bit of a flop. It only became a cult classic yeah. after the fact. Yeah, it was definitely it's definitely <clears throat> a cult hit. Yeah, un- very unfortunately, yeah. um, but it's it's a good time. It is a great yes. time. Anyway, it's coming out. And it's got Weezer point. in it. Yeah, 
good. from Home Alone. Good, yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, all right. Uh, let's move on to oh, our oh. second trailer, um, which is my favourite trailer, and I probably maybe speak for most of us and say this might be our favourite trailer of the week. I don't know. Tough call. Um, but uh, this is for a, a New Zealand film called Uproar. Um, New Zealand film. New Zealand film. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starring uh, Julian Dennison of um, Hunt for the Wilder People and Deadpool 2 um, and we've also got Reese Darby from um, you know anything with Taika Waititi uh, <laughs> Fly the Concords <laughs> Fly the Concords uh, uh, Flag Means Death uh, he was in the Jumanji movies as well um, and then of course we've got Mini Driver um, who is doing a very good Kiwi accent, but I'm pretty sure she's not Kiwi, um, or she's at least doing a very good Australian accent because it sounds. I'm happy with it. Yeah, she's not. She she's a British person who's not being British in this one. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, that's right. Yeah, she's from London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, I keep forgetting what country she's from because I've only ever seen her in American movies. Um, so I, she's one of those actors I forget is actually British. Um, yeah, she's she, a chameleon. Yeah, yeah she's very. She's she, she does what she says on the tin. She's she can act, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Really? Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> um. Anyway, um, I yeah, I really liked this trailer. Um, it moved me quite a bit. I I you know I've never seen a story like this told, and it seems like it's set um in some sort of. Like, whether or not the main narrative is real, but it seems like there's some political elements um, going on that is, like, stuff that actually happened back in the early 80s in New Zealand. Um, So um, I'm excited to see that and learn about that um, and learn about, you know, the the Maori experience for, you know, a young young man like himself to be uh, in a school full of white people um, and being like the only Maori um, there and trying to figure yourself out, find your place in the world um, and find your people outside of school. And just, you know, it just, it just, it just seems like it's a really beautiful story, very moving and heartwarming and um, very well told with some, some great bits of humor in there. I, I am living for Reese Darby as this chaotic drama teacher. <laughs> uh, that, a watchable Mr. G. <laughs> what? Mr. G's not watchable for you? <laughs> not really. No, you, no, you weren't a fan. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Chris Lilly. Oh, okay. No, that's fair enough. Fair enough. His stuff is um a little, you know, it's not for everyone, but um certain character mm-hmm. certain characters uh I, I, okay. He hasn't his stuff hasn't aged well. Let's just we'll say that and we'll move on. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. this this movie, however, yes, it, it looks great, and it's nice to see um, Julian Dennison again. You know, we've we've seen um, some great performances from him, and um, he's got such a natural talent um, for you know comedy and for for drama. Uh, in this one, he gets to really kind of express his dramatic chops a bit um, and, and live in this character, and that's that's really really cool. Um, I guess the only critique I have of the trailer is that it, it showed a lot. Um, and I feel like they, there were probably certain elements of it that they probably could have left out, um, 
because like you know showing us like because you think you think I don't know about you guys but I thought the story this story was going to be you know here's the sort of the outsider kid trying to find his place in school and then he finds this drama club drama school class you know thing and that was going to be his and it looks like the movie is part that but then excuse me it has this backdrop of obviously some civil unrest um going on um some real some real stuff yeah which is cool but it's just interesting that you think the movie it was that they decided to sell it as like both things and not i don't know because it's just for me anyway it felt like it was going in one direction and then it just left turned completely um different you know direction that was unexpected but not a bad thing um you know i think it probably makes me want to watch the movie more to be honest um that it's you know like i said it's telling a story that we haven't i haven't really seen before because i haven't watched a lot of um i haven't watched a lot of new zealand films period um, and especially, sure you have. <laughs> what, do you call, what do you call Lord of the Rings? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the Rings is an independent Kiwi film. <laughs> yes. So independent. Yes. Yes. From, from a small time director, uh, that won many Oscars. Um, yes, <laughs> yes. No, good. Well, touche, sir. Touche. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I can't wait to watch this. So, um, Fulia, what did you think? I, when it first, when it first began, I actually thought it was going to be a, um, one of those, uh, what, what do you call them? Um, like a slice of life type of movie. A coming of age movie, sorry, coming of age. That's the oh, most, yeah. that's what I was looking for. I thought it was going to be like a coming of age movie about a a, a kid in school, um, who was trying to find himself, but more in a sexuality sense. Oh yeah. Because for same for some reason they mentioned stuff like that at the beginning of the trailer, and then it went into the racism side of things, and I was like, oh, hold on, no. I think I got this wrong. What's going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, it looks really interesting. Um, I feel like it's also going to be a bit of a tearjerker for sure. It's definitely going to be very emotional. Um, I feel like, like even though it's it's a it's a Kiwi based history, I suppose. Um, it might actually still hit some people here in Australia as well, uh, in in terms of the whole racism thing. So yeah, yeah. So it's going to be interesting um, to see what people get out of it. Yes, hundred mm. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agree, agree. All right, Fulia is done. It means it's Michael's turn. Um, what did you think of the trailer for Uproar? Yep, that's the way things go. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it definitely is going to be like um, a story, uh, a story that is very familiar to different like marginalized groups uh, trying to fit in and not fitting in, as well as self identity and also um, identity as you are as as a, a native person to your land and and these and these white folks coming in you know it, 
it's a story that we haven't really seen. Well, I haven't really se- seen from from our, our brothers from her brothers from another mother, New Zealand. Um, yeah, and just having just familiar faces is pro- probably going to be a good one. Then, yeah, I ha- um, <clears throat> um, I'm going to do a thing that I don't really like, but it's not intentionally bad. Uh, I do find this a bit like the um, uh, Billy Elliot sort sort of thing. Where, oh, sure, right. Yeah, so so it's a bit like uh, a boy who wants to do a thing like drama or anything, but but there's also well, you need to be a footballer because you would be good good at footy or rugby, and. And also, it has the backdrop of some historical stuff as well, like Billy Elliot being very heavily with the uh, minor strike over in the UK of of the of the eighties, and how that sort of um, uh, upset a lot of pe- people who are pretty much downtrodden, and also like it's also a working class thing. Um, and with this one, it will be like the uh, relationships between. Uh, native people and people and colonizers as well it's it's um yeah it's family trauma it's it's uh, generational trauma and it's it's going to be with the backdrop of Reese Darby just having a couple of couple of laughs it's always good <laughs> so definitely a movie i'm going to look out for and and definitely watch um when is this coming out because this is a company that's not been run by uh, stupid vultures. Yes, anyway. we can promote this one. Yes. We can promote this one wholeheartedly. Um, Uproar we, uh, will be released in cinemas here in Australia and probably New Zealand as well uh, on the 30th of November. So get your tickets, please. Highly please. recommend. Highly recommend, yes, 100%. Yes. Support, All right. support, uh, support local art. Yes. <laughs> local adjacent art. Yes. Yeah. Essentially, New Zealand and Australians, they're the same. It's the same. What do you? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yes. Our currency is the same. Basically. Well, almost. Yeah. You almost. know how you know how many kiwi like twenty cents I've got over the years. It's like ah, same thing. It's not technically the same though. Technically the same. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> technically, our dollar is higher than their dollar, but not by much. Oh, it was the other way around when I went. Interesting. Oh. Mm. Oh. Um, all right. Well, on that note, we've got one more thing to talk about, and that is our third and final trailer this week. Uh, the teaser trailer mm. for a movie called Maestro, um, directed by Bradley Cooper, starring Bradley Cooper as uh, iconic uh, film film and stage and just general composer um, Leonard Bernstein. Um, and, yeah, and my God, um, this was a lovely teaser. I, I really liked this a lot. And, yeah, I know it's... I obviously liked it because it's kind of my jam. You know, it's true story, biopic stuff. Um, but, and it's 
I don't know. It's just nice to see that he's directing again. I want, I like, I'd been wondering if he was working on anything after a star is born, considering that was such a hit, um, for him as a director. Um, so it's nice to see that he's, he's doing that, um, and keeping it musical as well, which is, uh, which is interesting. Um, but I, yeah, I love this. I just loved the way it was edited together. <clears throat> Not just the way it was shot, because it's beautifully shot, but the way it was edited together and then the backdrop of this score just going throughout the whole thing, just sweeping through it um, as it kind of gives you a overview of what you're going to see and the life and without like saying too much, it's just kind of giving the right hints, I think. Um, yeah, I thought it was beautiful. When I, I, I watched it twice because I watched it yesterday when I was, you know, researching f- for the run sheet for the show. Um, and I missed this the first time, but on second watch. So you know how the trailer, it's obviously starts in black and white and then eventually it moves to color as um, time goes on, which I think just in and of itself is a really cool touch. But I don't know if you guys noticed, there was a certain shot where it was black and white and then a door opened and then on the other side of the mm. door it was all color. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." <laughs> I thought that the was artistic integrity, and in you just went, "Oh, yeah, I know." <laughs> Open the door, and <laughs> light and sound comes in. Yes, just <laughs> oh, poetic. It was just, I was, it was just really nice. Um, and yeah, and I, I before I throw it to Fulia, I just want to also say that I'm really, really glad that um, Leonard Bernstein's family have spoken out since this trailer dropped and the photos dropped because a lot of people decided to get on the bandwagon of he's wearing a prosthetic nose and he's not Jewish and he's he's being anti-Semitic with his big nose and he's no that's not no (laughs) it's not what this is at all um the (laughs) the movie was made with full support from the Bernstein family um from his children um who are still with us and uh yeah and it's just very frustrating that everyone's just jumped on the fucking bandwagon of let's you know let's pick at something and tear it down i mean yeah it's just very annoying that that's happened um i mean pick a nose yeah so they the family did the did a lovely thing they didn't have to they I, i should stress they did not have to make a statement but the fact that they took the time to say look bradley bradley treated our father with respect and care as he was making the film and it was his choice to wear the prosthetic nose and and they were like our dad would have been fine with it we're fine with it so shut the fuck up Mm. (laughs) essentially and and i love the quote it's like our dad had a very lovely nose yeah (laughs) yeah so i'm sure sure it was like their inside joke within the family it was like yeah yeah no, it's a it's it's a good it's a good touch. Um, and just yeah. to nip it in the bud because I don't want to talk about it when it's my turn. But good. yeah, it it is uh, annoying that nowadays anti-Semitic stuff is on the rise. It's becoming more popular, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, and of course, people are sort of quick at the hip of trying to downplay, uh, not downplay, but uh, jump on that sort sort of sort of thing. It's like yes. It's good that people are aware, people are woke, cool. Uh, but sometimes you need to pick that battle. And 
just because someone is wearing a prosthetic nose to look more like the per- like a real person and not a caricature mm. of of a of a Jewish person. It's it's not here, uh, so it is probably good. It's probably a good thing that the family did come out because mm. uh, because their father was more than a nose, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, it's nipped in the bud, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, mm. and I mean, and even just to say as well, um, you know, looking at photos of um, of of Leonard, um, you can see Bradley Cooper like in him, like. They've he's done. They've the makeup and prosthetics team have done an incredible job. Um, yeah. Um, even for me, I don't know about you guys, but watching like the the scene at the end when they're obviously uh, you know older, um, you know, um, uh, it f- looked really natural to me. Like it looked seamless yeah. almost. Because you know, obviously, you can tell sometimes, like it takes you out of the moment a bit when you you like you know it's a younger actor wearing makeup that makes them look older sort of thing um but in this case it looked very i don't know it was very good so mm. yeah i i like yeah it. bradley does a thing where he he can work with prosthetics like like not many actors can like mm. um and you can sort of see that sort of uncanny valley sort of yes. aspect it's like but yeah, some of the shots in is like it, 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 he's definitely working well with the with, with the hair and makeup, like both of them do. And mm, yeah, hundred percent. He looks great when he's older. Yeah, I like, loved it. It's just a disbelief. It's like I know it's Bradley Cooper, but I'm not seeing Bradley Cooper. Right. It's, it's, it's quite fun. It's quite phenomenal. Yeah. Actors know how to act. I love it. <laughs> so good. I, <laughs> and he's bringing his own performance out of being director as well. It's, I know, like that's another layer. Uh, yeah, like the I, I've always been fascinated by, like ac- actor directors, like mm. how they auteurs. can auteurs <laughs> in a way. Yeah, sort of in a way. Um, how they can do that, um, you know, like di- you know, I don't want to say direct themselves, but you know what I mean. Like taking mm. on, especially if you're taking on a lead role, like you know, Asar yeah. is born. Obviously, he was he was supporting Lady Gaga, but like you know, it's a it's the, both of their names are on the on the on the docket, you know, one two, um, and then here again, it's him and Carrie Mulligan, um, and I love how she gets first billing. Um, I thought that was really sweet because she's amazing. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, I just yeah, I, it's fascinating. Like, how do you do that? How do you how do you give that kind of a performance and also direct and 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 edit and do all like. You're doing everything, like the director. You're the, the you're the man in charge, man. It's just it's hats hats fucking off to him. I think he's got another Oscar nomination coming. Yeah. Maybe maybe the first time. I don't know if it's ha- ever happened before. If there's been a dual acting directing nomination before, unless maybe Bradley. Cooper. No, it would be separate. He will just be nominated twice. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I just that's what that's what I meant. But yeah, I, I'm trying to remember yeah. if it, if that was the case for A Star Is Born. Um, if you got yeah. nominated for director or not, but any and, and actor. But anyway, we're going off topic as we've been doing right. the whole show. I will I will say as a person who actually has directed themselves and edited and all that, mm. it is fucking difficult. Yeah. Like, like you need to be in two mindsets of how does this look on camera as an actor, and also how does the whole scene look uh, as a director. 
it's it, it, it's it's not hard. I don't recommend it to anyone, especially when they're first. You mean time. it is hard? Yeah, it is hard. Did I say it is? It, it isn't hard. No, you said it's not hard. Uh, it's it's oh, my I've... ego coming out. Oh, I thought I thought you said that it was hard. <laughs> that's that's my. Yeah, it's ego. It's it's the evil ego. Evil ego. It's my In... id. And Your ego. Id. And super mm. ego. What's that? Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> Sorry, what? I will say the um this particular trailer like aesthetically looks really nice. Um just in terms of the the way that it's been shot and the whole black and white to colour sort of aspect. Um it looks really interesting. It really drags you into the story. Uh, so it's, it's definitely a good teaser and they did a very good job of that uh, I I'm not a, I'm not really quite aware of Leonard Bernstein myself um, the name's not ringing any bells to me for some reason um, but he's probably done work probably made like stuff that I've like seen or heard before well he um uh, uh, probably most known for West Side Story. Um, he did. He oh, okay. did. He, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Yet. Oh, okay. He did. Well, he did the the original stage production. He did the the music, like the score for West Side Story. Right. Right. That okay. that has carried yeah. on from then to now with everything. Is is all him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the lyric the okay. lyrics were by um, what's his name? Ah, he passed away not long ago. Um, sometime. Yes, thank you, Stephen Sondheim. Yeah, he wrote the, the the lyrics, but and Bernstein did the music. So, mm. but yeah, I definitely do want to watch West Side Story. Um, I recommend. Oh, yeah, I recommend. I do want to? I do want to check it out. Um, but yeah, no this this particular biopic looks like it's going to be really heartfelt. Um, and yeah, just aesthetically, it looks really nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree wholeheartedly. Mike, did you have any other comments or have you pretty much said everything you wanted to say? Uh, yeah, I'll just reiterate that it, it looks stunning. It looks like Bra- uh, Bradley Cooper sort of flexing his sort of artistic style and I think it calls for when it, when you're dealing with like a composer's life. Like uh, it's not... It's not necessarily um, music. It's also it's also a visual aspect as well. It's like how do you make a visual representation of music, and I I, I think it's going to be a very very interesting take because yeah I did enjoy um, A Star Is Born, um, and just and yeah a remake of a remake of a remake of a remake A Star Is Born, so many so many adaptations of that story. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's like five or something. Yeah, it's um, nuts. And with that one, um, not to downplay it, but it definitely looked like that. Uh, Star is born is definitely uh, not adventurous, uh, if I want to say that. It's it, it it's it it looks like it's um, very easy to follow. And, but with this one, I think he's just throw, <laughs> throwing his conductor wand so many times. It's like, oh my god, it's it's doing it's doing like different sepia tones. It's it's doing the 
like the color coming out of the door it's you know yeah i think it's cool uh, i i think this sort of story is calling for it because yeah and it's going to be a very interesting biopic of yeah i'm the same i i didn't know anything about him until this trailer so mm. um yeah cool and it looks like a decent family story as well especially with him and his wife yeah yeah so that's it's, it that's it it's coming it's, out at a certain time it's coming out it's coming out you know you got internet in your pocket use it yes <laughs> pretty much pretty much all right um cool well uh that's the show pretty much wait what <laughs> what <laughs> excuse me no, isn't there another isn't segment? there another segment what do you mean it's the show Wait, 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 but, 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 we didn't get to have our popcorn. Oh, don't worry, that, that, that makes me, like, that's, that's a sad statement. I, popcorn. <laughs> you know what else is a sad statement? Popcorn is everything. Did, did, it, did, did we just cancel? Oh, no, don't, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Uh, oh, well, no. yep. and with that, <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. I, I, I can, oh, I can, res- I can respect it. <laughs> That's what happens when you're constantly online. Yeah, <laughs> you get to see. Buttons. But it's okay. It's okay. We're gonna be coming back with Big Show next week. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes. So stay tuned next week where we cancel culture something else. <laughs> nah. No. Well, we'll we'll, we'll can't we'll cancel Ahsoka <laughs> if it's trash, but um No. <laughs> this is the best or the worst. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be good. Nah. It's going to be good. It can't so. be the middle. It needs to be good or bad. Good or bad. Ahsoka's going to be good. Uh, Nuances out of here. <laughs> yes, we will be back next week um to discuss our thoughts on the first two episodes of Ahsoka. Um so that's going to be very exciting um, for us. So um, there, hopefully there'll be more news too, but I, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see yeah. how that goes. Or we'll just talk about Ahsoka. I mean, you know. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about ourselves. We'll talk about ourselves as we've done for nearly <laughs> two hours. We did it. Whee! We did the podcasting thing and we dragged it out to two hours. That's stretched. It. Oh, <laughs> it's bedtime. Uh, <laughs> Which I should have stretched before. I we we stretched the pants. Stretched, it's good. Stretch the pants. Excuse, excuse. <laughs> what? Stretch the pants. Oh. Stretch some pants. Stretch some pants. <laughs> some pants. All right. I I think we're gonna go all it unless anyone has anything else they want to mention. I think we'll wrap it up. Yeah. And, and that, that was a podcast, was a podcast, podcast called, called Friend. Friend. See you, Mickey D. Bye-bye. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest yes. Fred content. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to listen to Freddie Alien, you can go on our SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're watching us live right now, make sure to like, 
subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon to be notified. And if you're watching us live over on Twitch, please give us a follow over there. Twitch.tv forward slash Fred the Alien Twitch. Yes. I said my own. <laughs> <laughs> well done. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantar And I've been the maestro himself, Marco Lister. And you just experienced a podcast, a podcast, a podcast called, called Fred. 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 Remember to eat beef. <laughs> Freddy lives, Loki dies, the doctor is in, and Ahsoka time travels. So, the um, sequel trilogy will never happen. That's my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Remember to look up yourself in your mental health, everyone. Yes, thanks for listening and watching latest status. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.